Yes, welcome to another huge episode of All In. We're back. I think it's about week three or four now. I've lost count. Dean Watling from DeanWatling.com. Lewis Willoughby from Sky Racing. Uh, good afternoon, gents. Louis, kick off with you. How are you, mate? Yes, good all. Um, what a great weekend it was. Three group ones in Melbourne and some pretty uh, big group twos from Sydney, which is what we said it would be, like lead-ins to, to group ones. Um, stories down in Melbourne were great, weren't they? So you've got an absolute champion who just keeps on winning and you can poke holes at the fields he's beating, but the fact of the matter is I don't. I think they're running scared from him. No one wants to line up against mm-hmm. group one, and I speak of Mr. Brightside. Then you've got... A great story out of Adelaide with Q-Man coming off a listed win and benchmark races last preparation shows you that anyone can win a, a group one if you just get lucky on the day and a few things fall into place. And you've got a good horse as well. Uh, and then the Blue Diamond, uh, those previews and preludes keep standing up for the form lines down mm-hmm. there. But um, as I'm sure maybe Dino will touch on in horses to follow, etc. the second horse, uh, Lady of Camelot, was massive in defeat. Gee whiz, mm, you haven't missed. You haven't missed. You've, you reckon that anyone can win a Group 1 now and they're all running scared <laughs> of Mr. Brightside. He's beating nothing. So good to see you're on the front foot nice and early uh, on a Monday <laughs> on a Monday afternoon. And uh, Dean Watling, uh, welcome aboard. You've been pretty keen about a certain form line that got the uh, chocolates again. Yeah, it did, actually. We used to speak about the Blue Diamond. I'm massive on historical setups, especially for two-year-olds, just because we don't know a lot. And I think the weekend showed it again. In the sense of they're not really exposed until they get to their grand finals in a slipper or a diamond. You go through the lead-ups and they tend to be small uh, sit-and-sprint races. But, yeah, that makes it 20 of the last 24 Blue Diamond winners have come through the preludes. That's the Phillies and the Colts and Girlies prelude. I think the last three or four Phillies to win it all won the Phillies prelude and then went on to win um, the diamond. So, interesting that. But it was good weeks racing. I think it's a bit of uh, flattering for Mr. Brightside in the sense that people are sort of running away from him, Louis. But at the same time, I think it would be getting annoying that they're trying all these tactics to try getting him beat with these leaders out in front, these strong tempos. I think it's flattering, but at the same time, I'd be annoyed if I was the connection. Just run a normal race and he probably beats him by even further. But no, he's going to go down as a champion, no doubt. Uh, we have this funny thing in racing where we like to pot and have Torpor be syndrome with good horses. And when they retire, then we start to reflect and finally say, oh, yeah, he was a good horse. So no, good weekend, but it continues this weekend, Gunnar. He won't be able to run away for too much longer because there's uh, only so far you can run until you're going to have mm. to meet Fangirl and she's low flying. She will line up this week, uh, this weekend. So it'd be very, very interesting to see if she uh, improves again off what she did. I think Mr. Brightside probably did improve again off what he did. They're both going very, very well. And uh, they'll get their opportunity to meet uh, this autumn and, and we'll see who comes out on top. Fangirl did on. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, yeah, Fangirl mm. did a number on Mr. Brightside last time they met up here. Sydney Way going dry deck, probably advantage her. Uh, Melbourne Way and anything uh, worse than a soft six, probably advantage him. But, hey, we'll see what we get, see what we dished up. Speaking of a, uh, of a, of a racing tour, a match race, so to speak, we're going to fast forward two weeks here. The Canterbury Stakes, the talk is, but mm. think about it, is going to be taking on Imperatrice. She's going to come up to Sydney and have a go. Now, all the talks being how good Imperatrice is, she's the best sprinter in the world. Well, Tab, they don't believe so. They've got a mark second favourite, $2.50, and think about it, $2.30. Uh, Louis, what does Tab know that the punters don't? Well, I the don't... is probably not coming. Yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I, mate, I, I don't know. I, you've, 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 um, you've thrown me in the hot seat here. I, I don't even know who else is in the field or what, or 
what's well, going Shinzo, on. Shinzo, Bornos, Notches, Hawaii Five-O, Kovalika, and other horses there. But let's just be completely frank. Okay. It's a two-horse race. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you had to ask me to lean one way or the other, and this is me not fully being around, think about its prep yet. I'd have to go watch its trials and go back and have a look at first up runs, blah, blah, blah. I'm probably team Imperatrice at this stage. Um, but Everest form is great, obviously, and forget the loss at the end of last preparation for Think About It because it was, you know, it's hard to come off a, such a massive peak grand final and uh, get bloused by the stable mate and Bill and Ipatina. But, yeah, as it stands, I'm probably team Imperatrice, but that's going to be a cracker if they do line up. And to be fair, you can't discount horses like Hawaii 5 uh, and a few others who will make that a good race. Yep, love it. And uh, it, it will be very interesting. Let's hope we do get that clash uh, there, Dino. They, my one concern, think about it, is they talk about getting it out to a mile, this preparation, which will be interesting how the horse mm. is first up, but probably more interesting how he is second up. Yeah, I think he probably needed the run. He was still really good in the spring prior to the um, winning the Everest. Uh, it'll be fascinating to see. I'm uh, guessing Peritrees will probably be third up into that clash where he'll be first yep. up. So that will play a big part. And like Louis mentioned, that's going to be massive. I hope it happens. Uh, it reminds me a little bit of the Dubai Honor versus Animo setup where um, or a wink slasher, a Hartnell sort of setup. We love those clashes and we often gravitate. But hopefully we see it. Um, it will be good for racing. Yeah, it's super because it's going to be a, a huge, uh, huge sort of few months of racing and we need these clashes. I think it brings the, the best out in the game. If you, you just continue to have these dollar thirty favourites go around, it can get a little bit monotonous. And we do have a few mm. of those this week, but let's kick off. And before we do kick off, lads, full credit. So Tom Cruising got the job done at Wyong on a Thursday, not a Tuesday. The, the meeting got moved. Mm. Ostmar got the job down at Sandown and so did Lost. So the three midweek best uh, lobbed. Hopefully, someone was stupid enough to yeah, take the, uh, the yeah, all up. I was going to say. Did and you would have had a complete me. <laughs> No, not me either. Yeah. Yeah, we're not smart <laughs> enough for that. No, absolutely. I did back Osmar. Sorry, Lou. Uh, Dean, I didn't back lost, but um, oh, yeah, all anyway. good, mate. One little Lou. Well done, well done. Right, lads. Uh, the Australian Giddies looks a really, really good uh, addition of this race. 1,600 metres down at uh, Flemington on Saturday. Uh, Riff Rocket, Craig Williams, King Colorado, Mark Zara, V8, Damian Lane. I'm surprised they're going to the mile, but they are. Zip away. Uh, Stevie Parnham, Southport Tycoon, Jamie Carr, Snow Patrol, Blake Shin. Let's have a look at the market. Riff Rocket, 280. King Colorado, $6. Militarized. Not too sure about that. Uh, $6. V8, $8. For Dad, $11. Uh, Louis, why don't you kick us off with the Australian Guineas? Yep, so uh, the C.S. Hayes is the good form line into this, and that was taken out by uh, Riff Rocket really impressively. Um, and my first point I think I, I need to make is, you know, it looks a, a pretty obvious pick here in, in the race, in a sense of uh, blew them away in that race. I thought uh, King Colorado had every chance with it and couldn't beat it. Um, so when you dissect that, you go, well, if it shows up here and runs a similar race and improves a little bit, uh, second or third up, or whatever it is, then, look, probably hard to beat. And the other form lines I'm not too sure I want to be with. The one I do want to spec uh, at a price at this stage, a good little, uh, you know, trying to find something double figures because it is the all-in show. Cap Farrar, $26 and $6.88 a place. Don't know why it's so exact, but make it that what you will. Um, I thought was was pretty good in that CS Hayes behind me. That was over 1,400 metres. Second up out to 1,600 metres is really suitable. If you go and uh, look at the sectionals of that race, 
Capferrar and Rift Rocket ran very, very similar closing splits. So if Capferrar is able to sit closer to Rift Rocket somehow in the run, you know that 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 Capferrar can can almost match it with Rift Rocket with with late sectionals. So um, yeah, run dependent. I, I thought it wasn't a bad play at twenty six dollars and and six ninety. Let's call it each way. Uh, definitely a one by three kind of operation. But yeah, I just I don't know why it was such big odds. Another one I'll quickly mention is Sunsets, whose price is fifty one dollars. Uh, first up, was looking at some trials. I thought it won the latest trial it had really nicely. And if you go back to the last prep, it beat Reef Rocket um, at some stage on their way to the the Group One over twenty six hundred meters. So there's a case to say that maybe it shouldn't be fifty one dollars. So both of those I could. Definitely entertain more place, bit of win. But, um, yeah, look, if, if Riff Rocket's able to reproduce that with an economical run and good map position over others, it'd have to be hard to beat. Yeah, yeah it's I agree, Lou. isn't it? Sorry, Gano. Yeah, I was going to say, I agree. My question for you, Gano, was militarised. Is that yay or nay going here? I don't think so. I'm just working off the racing.com yeah, article that Trav Noonan does. I can't see it. So that's why I, was mm. just, I had a question mark. I think it's a Ram. I think looking at Ramwick Guineas. So that was what uh, was suggested earlier uh, in its preparation. So we can go with that. Yep. Sweet. No, what do you have to say, Gano? Yeah, I just had a, a question um, for you, Dino Tanhauser. I was a horse that you didn't mind first up. Do you think it can improve here? It's a big price. Yeah, I think it can. I think Louis makes a really good case here. I think uh, summarising the market now, it's it's really gravitated towards the win of Riff Rocket last start and it's pretty much discounted everything else. I think Riff Rocket might be the best horse in the race and the winner, but oh, I can't possibly chime into that price. I think you'll get better on race day and you'll know the map, you'll know the setup. So oh, I like Louis thinking. I think the horses, you can have a little spec on each way in a futures market. Zip away was really good. Last uh, off the bit, a long way out and still closed off really well behind Snow Patrol. I think 1,600 metres uh, reads well. And I would be more than happy to have a little spec on Tannhauser. Probably goes out of the screen if he wants to replay, but it was working well to the line. Um, I don't think there's much between all these three-year-olds, so I can't have one fifty one dollars and one two eighty. dollars Yep, absolutely. If you've got a screen as big as yours, no horse would yeah, ever go exactly. out. exactly. But no. uh, <laughs> Riff Rocket was just so <laughs> impressive. And it wouldn't surprise me to see uh, him start sort of closer to $2.50. Uh, but that's going to create a betting opportunity for King Colorado. I'm not going to bet mm. at the moment because the prices are there. But the way I thought this would play, and sometimes you can overplay your hand, and I could get this completely wrong, but I thought that Riff Rocket was so enormous first up that we could see a slightly flat run second up. I'm pretty sure... Just common from the stable. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the horse has done similar in the past. Um, but the stable yeah, that definitely flat has. run, uh, he had that really big win at Flemington, and I think they went to Caulfield and absolutely crawled, and he couldn't sit and sprint with them. So, yeah. But yeah, the stable, well, Fangirl is pretty much very similar to his setup. We saw Zugotra on the weekend. A lot of Wallet's horses really go good fresh, and they have that, and the stats back it up. Yep. So my thinking was King Colorado you know, was a little flat, just didn't quite have that turn of foot second up. Um, maybe they could ride a little closer here, third up, and you might get a price. So I'll, I'll be with King Colorado. I think we get a better price. No all-in plays for me, but King Colorado will probably be the horse I'm most keen on come Saturday. Uh, that's good, though, lads. We've sort of covered the market there, so uh, shouldn't have any excuses. Just scrolling through to the uh, the tab, very elegant stakes. Fangirl, $1.50. Buckaroo, $8. Think it over, $8. Just fine, $11. Uh, do you know uh, any any can anything beat Fangirl? 
Well, I think you're relying on Fangirl not to turn up to bet into the market, which I don't tend to like to do. Um, I think she just wins. I think Ramwick's her go. Um, J-Mac will be on. That's a perfect recipe. I think the only thing that probably beats her is if the track's just a savage leader's bias. Am I going to chime into the price? No, that's not my style of bet, um, especially with a horse that gets back and runs on. I think I need $2 plus for that sort of setup. Uh, do we try to find money outside of that? Uh, I think it's been coming a little bit of a theme, especially with... Uh, Mr. Brightside races, you look for, for something to place. I would prefer to take $2 about Think It Over to place than I would about anything else in this race. Lordy was pretty good first up. They went pretty hard. He stuck on well, found the line. Um, we doesn't doesn't matter what Barry he draws. Uh, he's going to be up on speed in the run. I thought him as a $2 place bet, Lou, was probably the way I'd prefer to play it over $1.50 for Fangirl. Yep, completely, completely agree. There's a very likely scenario that Fangirl goes through this entire preparation unbeaten. Um, mm. But in saying that, uh, yeah, dollar fifty doesn't really get the juices flowing. And, and as you mentioned, you've got to kind of butter up at that price to get a return. And you're taking that about a horse who's going to be back in the field and he's obviously better than them. But I don't know, look, uh, there's things that can go wrong. So if you're $2 a place, think it over. I'll go $2 a place on Buckaroo, who was unlucky in that race. Can it turn the tables? I very, very highly doubt it. I thought its trials were average. But people mm. were saying the trials were good, and I'm no trial guy, so you know I'll go with the other people on that. Um, and the run was all right; got held up badly and and worked home well. So I don't mind it a place uh, at two bucks, but yeah, no, you know, you just want to see Fangirl come out and do it again. And then, as we mentioned off the top, that sets up a pretty juicy clash, uh, whether it be maybe in an All Star Mile or I don't think it's going there because it's going to focus on the Queen Elizabeth, which is when Mr. Brightside may come up to join it. So that's kind of what we look forward to with these these horses, I think. Yep, nominations are extended in that race as yeah. well. Uh, but given that they only paid a tenth there, the $8,000, I can't imagine anyone will be cham- chiming in with a, with a late uh, nomination. But, gee, it's a thin race, uh, but it's similar to what mm. we see down in Melbourne. They're, just, they're running scared and they're not going to really turn up. Uh, I think you hit the nail on the head, Dean. I think it over is just a fantastic place bet. Um, he'll be running top three, think it over, and... Uh, that's the way I will be playing it in the all-in markets, and maybe just use that as a uh, as as a sort of a standalone leg, and then we can multi a few in as we go. Now we are at Randwick. That race, of course, is at Randwick, and the rail is in a true position. Uh, dry weather all week. I don't think it'll be as you know down the middle as it has been in the past, nah. because I think it's going to be very very dry debt come Saturday. Um, yep. But be interesting to see how I, I think Fangirl still possesses the good enough turn of foot to overcome any any potential bias. The surround stakes. This is an absolute cracker. Lou, we'll kick off with you. Learning to fly three fifty. Kiyomochi six dollars. Tis invincible six dollars. Roll on high eight dollars. Dino's favorite dance. The Macarena eleven dollars. Tropical Squall eleven dollars. And longer the rest. Well, if it's Dino's favorite, it's gonna have to be my favorite too. I want to have a bet on this at eleven dollars. Mm-hmm. Macarena. Uh, Coming through the Cabalis form line, Group 3 Eskimo Prince was really good running second there, and uh, that form has well and truly been franked on Saturday uh, with Celestial Legend. Last preparation, Macarena, second up at this stage, was a good maiden winner running time, and just everything points to going to a new level here. It's a big jump into a Group 1, but finds its own age and sex. So if you're going to try and nab one, right, this is a great place to start. Um and yeah, that's 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 basically it. I want to have a bet on it, and I would. I'm not sure if it's going to make the field. Steffi Magnetica. I don't know if mm. you guys are any different, but if oh. it does, 
at $26, it's a great one because if you're going to go with that light fingers form and you want something at a price compared to a few at the top, um, yep. that's the one I think is is good odds. But it's just the making the field uh, question mark that I have because it wasn't in that article uh, by Travon.com, so not sure. But if it does, Macarena and Steffi Magnetica are two all-in plays for me at Randwick in the surround. There's a couple in this market yeah. here, Dean, that are going to go to the English sprint, I believe. Uh, I think mm. Estriella might be one of them. Yeah, uh, yep. for sure. For sure. That's so, Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that's at Melbourne. Yep. No markets out for that yet. Uh, but, well, I wasn't too sure about the purchase of Cabulous, but it turns out it's going to lob down there for a, a million-dollar race and probably win that start $1.50 yep. favourite and turns to be one of the great purchases of all time. That horse is flying, and so is Bjorn Baker. So full credit to everyone that got involved there. Uh, that's one of the better buys you'll ever see. Uh, wow. we, Dino, uh, the surround stakes, what are your thoughts? Yep, I think Louis makes a really good point here in the sense of normally the top-end three-year-olds uh, have the leg up on those sort of horses that are progressing, coming sort of later in their preparation, such as Macarena, Cabulas, etc. Um, but there's not much between them all this year, so you can definitely make a case there. There's no juice in the price learning to fly. Gate's massive for her. Uh, we saw first up she was probably beaten by the gate uh, when Kamachi won. Um I will more than likely be betting on her come race day, but I won't be chiming in all in. The ones I want to have a bet on all in would definitely be Steffi Magnetica, who is outstanding, better than Tis Invincible, um, probably the run of the race in the light fingers behind the winner on the second horse. And um, the other one I want to bet on is Mumbai Muse. It uh, was really well backed, pulled up with no issue, but was pulled out of the race because Tommy Bear is worried about the stride. Um, has been fine since and we'll line up here looking at the Shields report um, Michael Freeman suggested the Philly's been good in track work etc since so I think the mark will take a set against purely because it was pulled up so there has to be a little bit of a betting edge there so they're probably the two Gano but come race day I think I'll be backing learning to fly if Mumbai Muse wins I just I think that'll be the yeah. end of me. <laughs> you have to have something on that'll be that'll be the end of me just stop yeah. if he's just stopped riding just because he didn't like like and the horse mm. is flying oh <laughs> I just don't know what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. I, bad, I would like to bad, see a trial. It could be a bad afternoon for me. I'm not sure if I asked to trial this week or not. I haven't looked that far into it. But, yeah, they did yep. all the tests, everything, and Michael Freeman suggested that it's been flying at track work since. So. Yeah. What I will say about Macarena, I've got no real opinion on the race until I see barriers. I think that's going to be everything. But Macarena was probably ridden far too conservatively last start. But mm, this, time around, this time around, it might actually suit. I just hope they don't flip the script and go, oh, we were too conservative <laughs> last time, and they go forward because I think yep. I don't think that's going to work out that well. There's more speed in this race. If, we, if they ride it the same way with a rail and a true position, I think they'll get a better outcome, Lou. So, uh, um, Macarena, the place is not a, too have bad. Have we got a tip from you yet, Gannon? You're getting splitters, Brad. I think well, you just passed yeah. the race we're talking about. I just tip Macarena the place, Lou. You just, yeah, 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 yeah. You at the start said, I've got no real opinion on the race, and I won't be betting mm. in the all in market. Yeah, I'm happy to steer the punters into <laughs> Macarena, Lou. <laughs> uh, not the tip. Uh, and I did say think of think it over the place, but you, geez, you're a bit moody today. The That's Roosters not even get beaten this weekend, Brad. Uh, think it over. <laughs> think it over. Sorry. Think it over. <laughs> Gee, oh, whiz, think mate, it the Roosters get beaten in Jersey or something. <laughs> are you are you right? Right, Unbelievable. No, Louis got the long run. But yeah, he's fired up too because he, he didn't like, no doesn't like people doesn't like battlers winning group ones. Yeah, he yeah. thinks Mr. Brightside spits soft, and now he's into me. 
Oh, I love it. <laughs> nah, too good, Louis. Well, I'll tell you what, you've walked into an absolute um, beauty here because this is a horse that you had as a black booker in the Guy Walter Stakes, Alentia, $2.40, Duas, Three twenty hinged four twenty more secrets seven fifty Louis kick us off Valentia why does it win? Uh, because it's just better placed than the others at the moment. Juice is coming here first up at three twenty is way too short. I thought it was going to be um, retired personally, but bought by Yulong and they've elected to keep racing. I don't think much of hinged, and then you go to like more secrets and Osbred Osbred flirt who are good but I'd much rather be with Alentia. So in saying all that, nominations have been extended for this, but it could turn out that the 240 about Alentia is actually a pretty good bet given uh, the circumstances. What do you think, Dino? Yep, I agree. I think you asked to take $2.40 first up. I doubt class-wise it's probably a better field, Mm. Um, but in the sense of horses ready there to win over 1,400 metres, which we see a lot in these sort of early races, um, I think it's very outstanding, but it will be my better the weekend or best all-in play of the weekend for sure. Should have won first up. I think she'll be winning second up. Ramwick's a track. I think she's back bigger, better than ever. I think she's a group one horse in the making, and I love the first up effort. She wins that race with a touch uh, of a better ride, I think, back to the inside, uh, back to the outside. So, no, nah, I oh, really keen Lou and Gunner. Clearly the best all-in play of the weekend, of the week, just... Mm like stands out like the proverbial what i'll get you to do while we go through this lads is just go to racing new south wales and make sure that um, she's not spelling uh we don't want any more of those instances coming up this week just make sure that she's good to go and get some confirmation are we sure she's going there um give me two seconds i'll triple check but I... nominations extended which i don't like because something might lobby and take us but no she's active on riser still um small field i think the only other one maybe a dangerous barbie's fox i heard jd hayes give that a big push last week on the radio it's targeted for that race but louis makes a great point stay like, home Dreyas, jd yeah <laughs> miss Faberge, more secrets has been trolling up okay but even lark alentia should win that race and win it easily there we go uh the boys combine, uh, all three of us on Alentia. I can't imagine that anyone will be against Storm Boy in the Skyline Stakes. He's uh, the top seed of these two-year-olds heading towards a gold sleeper. He's $1.30. There's no way you could bet here. But there is a play. I'll kick you off. Juvana, the place, $2.75. Uh, this horse has plenty of talent. I think it'll be very well suited in what will most likely be a fast enough, ra- fast enough run race. I don't think it'll be along the inside this time around unless, unfortunately, draws barrier one. If it doesn't, it'll be down the middle of the track and it'll be giving a big, big sight, Dino. It's drawing gate one for sure right now. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for this. Oh, I'm still excited place. See, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see what Bruce can do. Comes out of the race. Fearless was pretty good in a blue diamond. So excited to see what that form does. But um, it's getting to the stage where Stormboy's got such a big hype on him. I, I might even venture out to Rose Hill just to watch him run around on the weekend. Um, no betting in the race for Go me. Go mate. I, yeah, Randwick, sorry, to watch him <laughs> run around. Um, <laughs> You'll be lightly out at Rose Hill, mate. <laughs> 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 Might put the for sale sign up while I'm there. Um, oh, oh, good. That's this good. will be the last time we've seen before the slipper too. Uh, this is yep. the skyline straight to the slipper. So interesting to see where he's at. But his trial, I don't know if you've seen the tick over trial. They don't trial much better than that. So I'm um, fascinated to see what he does. And um, hopefully we've got an absolute jet on hand. So I think racing needs a, a pin-up horse at the moment. Beautiful. Louis? No, nah, nothing, nothing. I'll stick to the sweet embrace. 
Well, there you go. Absolutely super. Sweet embrace. Louis there. Nice little segue. Manal two eighty. Castagna four dollars. Two down Lizzie four fifty. It comes out of the magic uh, magic moons maiden two down Lizzie from memory. One mm. pretty well. One pretty well. Uh, yeah. Chateau Miraval extreme diva horse that's been going okay of late as well looks a decent enough price i'll kick off i thought manal was a horse to follow uh and i think it'll be very very well placed here so i don't think they'll be beating manal it looks to be low flying i think extreme diva could be a place bet around the three dollars 80 louis yep i'm gonna go castagna so i was looking um at this and and they've all got form around each other manal wave breaker extreme diva fly fly uh, they either come out of one or th- of two races in, in the Widden, which uh, Manal ran second in going past Wave Breaker, etc. And then they went to the Lonro after that, I think a few of them, uh, where the Anthony Cummings horse uh, ran uh, past Fly Fly, etc. I just, I don't know. I thought they got pumped by Lady of Camelot, who then franked that form in, in the Blue Diamond, but there wasn't I, okay. Manal went past them on the line, but I just didn't think there was much to them. And then you go and watch Castagna's different form line behind Switzerland on debut, which has been franked, and then ran really big time in sectionals to win last start from well back in the field. Really wanted to find the line to win third up, and it's just the the horse that it hasn't been around all the races that the others have. So yeah, I, I really wasn't keen on the others, and I'm and I'm really keen on Castagna, Dino. Yeah, I think it's a, well, it looks like to me a two horse race on paper. I think the way this track's going to play, it's probably going to suit both of them. They'll be able to run on. I love the run of Manal first up, got to a horrible spot. Probably got a little bit run off its feet as well, but I loved its late work, 1100 meters. Now it goes to 1200 meters. I think that's a big tick. Um, probably shouldn't be this far apart. They probably should be a little bit closer. I think race though, they will be. I think Gates will settle on out. So there's no bet for me, but I think um, you've made a really good case for Castagna at the odds. I think it should be shorter as well. Love it, lads. Good job. Uh, best all in play of uh, of the week. I think it's uh, Olentia times three. Am I right? Yep. Nice and easy. Yours. How good is that? All right. That's pretty uh, That's pretty much it. There's not many other races going around. Is there anything else that sort of tickled your fancy out wide that we haven't touched on? Uh, obviously, you've got that magic, uh, the, sorry, the English sprint down there at Flemington. Any other races, Lou, that you, you've yeah. heard before we do just, midweek best bets? Just with that English sprint, when the markets come up, there's three horses that I want to take a look at their prices for. Firstly, the I want to see what the price difference is between Australia and Lazago, who both come through that group three, Kevin Hayes. Both ran... Uh, very equal last 200-meter sectionals. So I know there was a good margin between them, and Australia was quite soft winning on the line. But if there is a big price difference, I'd be kind of happy to have a spec on Lazago to see if it could turn the tables. And the other one I want to see what price it is, is Peace Treaty for the uh, Price and Kent Jr. team. First up, it'll be into this. It had a really good jump out. Go back. I don't know. It was maybe six or, or so weeks ago in a Vobus Gold carrot race at Mooney Valley. It bolted in, like just absolutely spaced them after leading, and the time was good. So I just I, I'm keen to see prices because it could be a good race to bet into. If Australia's too short and there's mu- and there's a good quite on offer for Lazago and Peace Treaty, I, I'd be happy to have a nibble at those. Obviously, Cabalis uh, might be short in that market and perhaps deservedly so. But yeah, I don't know. There's some specs in there, I think. Super stuff. Give us your uh, midweek best bets, fellas. You go, Dana. I'll kick, yeah, I'll kick us off. Oh, I haven't had a chance to look at Wednesday. Good meeting, though, Rose Hill. Big meeting. Um, but race two tomorrow, Scone 
Zardonix, uh, I think, was really good first up. Winner, second up, led too quickly. Back to 900 metres, race fitness, Bullock on. I think that is a great bet around $2.90. I think he'll start mm, probably two twenty in that race, Lou. So, Scone, Tuesday, race two, number three, Zardonix, I think. It's the pronunciation. Beauty. I'm going to go to Rose Hill on Wednesday. And race six, number four, Levero was a first up winner at Canterbury. Uh, for the Gerald Ryan Sterling Alexiou team. It's been back to the trial since then, 19th of Jan. So that was first up that win. And I don't know if maybe there's been a little niggling issue or something since why they've taken time to get back to the races. It's had to tick over trial at Rose Hill. It wasn't asked for anything behind Remark there. Uh, if it runs anything like it did first up at Canterbury, I think it can win that race, albeit it's a good little race. The sixth, number four, Levero. I might have said two earlier. I mean four, race six, number four. Happy days. Uh, race two, number 10, Suspect. was around $15 at Hawks. We got absolutely flogged by Bonita Queen. Uh, she's a good horse. She's a really, really good horse. And I think she'll be a listed great. Louis mm, about to lose yeah. his mind here. This is the horse that Louis got offered a few shares in and refused to get involved in, uh, unfortunately uh, for him. But uh, Suspect draws various six. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go forward, give a huge sight uh, out to 1,200 metres. This horse will be probably better over 1,400 metres, but we'll give a huge sight. And I think you'll get close to $10, Lou, so I think it'll be You'll be on course, Gano? I will be on course if you're there. If you're one of the eight other patrons that will be on course, come say good <laughs> I'll be there uh, on Saturday, Rose Hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll wait Not for Not Wednesday, you. though. Yeah, <laughs> too good. Uh, lads, absolute ball. Had good fun, as always. Uh, punters. What you do, let us know which race you want Dino and I to preview this Saturday. We're going to do one yes. preview. We're going to do either the Australian Guineas or another race of your choice. Put in the comments. Let us know what you want. Louis? Highway Handicap. Highway Handicap. <laughs> Let's do that. Might be midway. Louis, you never know. Louis would be a part of it, but the budget doesn't stretch that far yeah, upon us. So it's just yeah. me and Gano for a Thursday. <laughs> That's what it is. So good, the great tip off.com. Make sure you go and subscribe. You'll be able to get all this when it lands. Uh, Louis Willoughby, catch him on the morning line. Every morning from 9 a.m. Yes. Hey, we'll be speaking to Mitch Beer Wednesday morning, by the way. Um, I give you a chance to tune in for the very first time, Gano, which would be nice to have you <laughs> on board. <day> boo. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll say, I'll ask him and I'll, I'll tell him that you've been tipping it up on this show. I'm sure he'll love that. Oh, he'll be yeah. pumped. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> that's great. A um, bit more pressure, like he needs it. And Dean Watling, deanwatling.com. That's where you get all your stuff. Uh, the great tip off.com. Search me again and you get mine. Thanks, lads. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, boys. Yeah.